This is episode 54 for Tuesday, June 28th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be covering Style 29A, Fruit Beer. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Eddie, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Each week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. And welcome back to another episode of Brew Styles. You just said that. Thanks, Travis. <laughs> Did I? No. I said this is episode 54 for Tuesday. June tw- I never said welcome back. I'm oh. welcoming back our audience who is listening and watching right now. And I'm also welcoming my co-host who are sitting to my left and right. I'm joined today by Sawyer and Chris. 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 Oh, jeez. <laughs> need to turn my volume down. <laughs> Chris. I'm Chris. That's right. So we have just a group of three today. No Eddie. Eddie is still on maternity leave. Oh, Ryan Jingor is joining us today, though. Oh, hi, Ryan. Cool. Hey, Jingor. <laughs> yep. And uh, if you remember from last week, we started playing around with the uh, Facebook Live streaming of our recording session, and we're mm-hmm. doing that again today. Yep. Yep. So um, if you are watching, then you're not hearing this on the iTunes recording, but if you're listening through iTunes, then you're not watching. Okay, you're, you're starting to confuse yourself. Yeah, that's like a paradox. I'm confused. <laughs> cool, but we're back, yep. so welcome. Yeah. Yep. This will be fun. Yep. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Yep. Had a long week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Sawyer and I did something fun last week yeah. that um, we wanted to share. Oh, that's right. There was a new brewery that's opening up in Fort Worth called Wild Acre. And they officially started uh, pouring kegs at different locations. They had uh, they had three different, I guess it was tap parties or, or um, I don't know, launch party. That's what it's called. They had one at Pouring Glory, and that's where we went to uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really neat. Very small bar. Lots of people there. Lots. Big turnout. So it was packed. AC didn't work at all. No. And had west-facing windows, so you just got the sun beating in on you. But it was neat to get a chance to try the first three beers they had to offer. And uh, they are opening in... Uh, they're taking over the old ranch-style bean plant, which is... <laughs> if, you, if you've been driving down 287, I think, uh-huh. uh, just, just south of downtown, there's that big black building that used to say ranch-style on it. Well, they closed that, and now it's... Uh, I think it's a multi-use property, but uh, Wild Acre took over a portion of it. There's also a distillery there, too. Interesting. Which I didn't realize. Trinity River or Trinity Distilling Company. Hmm. So that's there, and they finally released their beer to the public, which is cool. 
Uh, I don't think they're going to start tours until middle of July. Um, so that's exciting. And there's also a few other breweries that are going to open up in the summer also in DFW. We've got Hop Fusion, which is also in Fort Worth. I tried a few of their beers on tap at Pouring Glory as well. Also uh, a bunch of good good guys. One of, the, um, one of the members used to be a night rider with me. Well, I used to be a night rider. I don't really ride anymore. So he night, still rides. Night rider? Yeah. Bicycle. Oh. We ride at night. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. Not like the TV show. Yeah. Kit. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. So Hot Fusion is opening up, and that'll probably be mid-July, late July also. And then Legal Draft Company in Arlington is also shooting for a mid to late July opening date. Do you, do we know where they're going to be located in Arlington? They're actually on Division Street. They're on Division. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's too Unlike- bad. Division, Division Brewing, Brewing, which is not on yeah. Division. But Those it is guys. within walking distance from Division Brewing. It's like right across the tracks. <laughs> you know, it, it was cool. Uh, we went to uh, Division the other day, too, and um, it was nice. I had my Bruce style shirt on like I do now, and I walked in, and Wade greeted me. He's like, hey, man, nice to have you back, and like shook my hand. I was like, hey, this is cool, being greeted by the owner of the brewery. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, I've never had that happen before, so that's, that's pretty neat. That definitely sounds like the feel that he was aiming for. He just wants kind of a... Uh, well, what he, he described it as like a, a beer church. He wanted to have, really? yeah, just like a place where people can come and hang out and feel comfortable and kind of like cheers. Yeah. I think no. I read that in an article. <laughs> but, so, yeah, it's going to be an exciting summer. I'm definitely looking forward to visiting these uh, new locations that are going to open up, mm-hmm. hopefully next month. And, uh, you know, you can't say no to more fresh beer. Locally. No, no. I'm, I'm down with fresh beer. Yeah, me too. I love fresh beer. Speaking of fresh beer, what are you drinking right now? Uh, Coke. Oh. <laughs> a cola? Sorry. Yeah. Not not cocaine. I'm drinking the same thing I was last week. Boulder or Brown. I have changed to something new. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yeah, I decided, you know, I didn't want to drink the brown ale anymore, and so I dug around in the fridge, and I found a, a lonely keg in the corner that... Uh, I had to brush the dust off and, and scrape the cobwebs off, but then I finally poured a little bit of it and realized it's Chris's Berliner Weiss. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a little odd. It's not okay. <laughs> it's not it, It's not okay? It's not okay. Yeah. From the aroma, I kind of get something <clears throat> not right. <laughs> it's a little off. I, I don't know. My first attempt at a Berliner Weiss, and it did not turn out how I hoped it would. Uh I, but I can't put my finger on what's strange about it. It's just off. Yeah, uh, like it's not buttery smelling, but I smell pencil shavings, I guess. Pencil shavings? Yeah. Pencil shavings? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but yeah, there's there's some other odd things about it, too. I mean, it's it's drinkable. <laughs> and you get a little bit of acidity on the mouthfeel, but it's not like... It's not tart. Yeah, I don't really call it tart. It's definitely no. not sour. It's funky. Maybe. Like funky town. Yeah. It's like but eating a green not, apple. You get a little tingle. Yeah, it's not funk, but it's just funky. Funk. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. That's that. Yep. Cool. Uh, if you are happen to be watching us on Facebook, feel free to chime in, write comments. Ask we us will, some questions. Yeah. We can get you the information that you need. And yeah. if we can't, then we'll just ask more questions. No, Frado, it's not gross just because it's a Berliner. <laughs> <laughs> Frado, you need to call us right now. <laughs> My 
America. Anyway, uh, let's get on to our style guidelines. Style. Cool. Today we're talking about style 29A, fruit beer. Overall impression, a harmonious marriage. There's that term again. Of fruit and beer, but still recognizable as beer. So this is not going to be a cider or a mead. The fruit character should be evident, but in balance with the beer, not so forward as to suggest an artificial product. Aroma. Distinctive aromatics associated with the declared fruit should be noticeable in the aroma. However, note that some fruit, that is raspberries and cherries, have stronger aromas and are more distinctive than others like blueberries or strawberries. Allow for a range of fruit character and intensity from subtle to aggressive. The additional aromatics should blend well with whatever aromatics are appropriate for the declared base style. So this might be another one of those that's like varies by base style. Varies yeah. by base style. Oh, here we go again. <sighs> flavor. As with aroma, the distinctive flavor character associated with the declared fruit should be noticeable and may range in intensity from subtle to aggressive. The balance of fruit with the underlying beer is vital. And the fruit character should not be so artificial and or inappropriately overpowering as to suggest a fruit juice drink. Hop bitterness, flavor, malt flavors, alcohol content, and fermentation byproducts such as esters should be appropriate to the base beer and be harmonious and balanced with the distinctive fruit flavors present. Remember that fruit generally add flavor, not sweetness, to fruit beers. Sugar found in fruit is usually fully fermented and contributes to lighter flavors and a drier finish than might be expected for the declared base style. However, residual sweetness is not necessarily a negative characteristic unless it has a raw, unfermented quality. Mouthfeel, varied by base style. Fruit generally adds fermentables that tend to thin out the beer. The resulting beer may seem lighter than expected for the declared base style. Smaller and darker fruit have a tendency to add a tannic depth that should overwhelm the base beer. Comments. Overall balance is a key to presenting a well-made fruit beer. The fruit should complement the original style and not overwhelm it. The key attributes of the underlying style will be different with the addition of fruit. Do not expect the base beer to taste the same as the unadulterated version. Judge the beer based on the pleasantness and balance of the resulting combination. I like these styles because it leaves it open to anything leaves it open to interpretation but you are looking for basically a tasty beer when it comes down to it is this beer tasty would i like to drink it again and that's how these would be scored better as opposed to you know having very strict guidelines oh it has to be this color has to have this flavor so this one's kind of one of those you can just have fun with and then judging while you might approach that as kind of a, a difficult a difficult style to judge because there's not specifics. It's also kind of exciting too because you never know what you're going to open up. And as long as it's tasty and enjoyable and the two styles and fruits work well together, then it's a good beer. Yep. It is important to note the the differences between the different fruit beer subcategories. The one that we're focusing on today is 29A. It's gonna be A. <laughs> which is... Just fruit beer and the base style. So things like an apricot wheat or a cherry blonde, uh, strawberry IPA, something like that, where you just have a fruit and a base style. There's also 29B, which is fruit and spice beer. So that would be like if you had uh, grapefruit and ginger added to a base style. And then that would be in that style, which I think I actually brought one of those also. But we can try it anyway. And then you have 29C, which is specialty fruit beer. 
And that would be if you have like a, some other type of sugar or fermentable added to it, such as a orange peel Hefeweizen with orange blossom honey, something like that. Hmm. Now we go to, we should not have any wood aged beers because those go in a different category. We shouldn't have any sours, like true sours, because those would be in different categories like lambics or fruit aged sour Things like that. So we should just have fruity, regular beer. All right. Cool. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Do we have any history? No. <laughs> there is no history on the fruit beer. But I still did prepare some trivia. Oh. Uh, so uh, this is going to be a our blast from the past trivia. Okay. These are all old questions from past trivia sessions. Ooh, exciting. Okay. So, (laughs) are you all ready? Yep. Okay. You sound super excited. (laughs) Okay. Question number one. Farmhouse workers were entitled to being served how much Saison beer each day? A, 10,000 gallons. B, (laughs) one liter. C, five liters, or D, as much beer as they could possibly drink. Beer. Yes, Travis. I believe that was from the Saison episode. You're correct. And the answer would be C, five liters. That is correct. Liter of cola? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I get bonus points because I also said what episode it came from. Oh, I'll give him that, so we'll give him one extra bonus point. <sighs> Woo-hoo! <laughs> All right. At least it's not point three one four points extra. You mean three point one four? No, point three one four. Okay, I like pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, the saison began as a pale ale brewed in the cooler, less active months in the farmhouses. Uh, they would then be stored for drinking during which time of the year? A winter. Wow, I can't talk. Winter. Winter. <laughs> a winter. B summer. C fall. D spring. Beer. Yes, Chris. That is also from the Saison episode. That is correct. <laughs> so you get one extra bonus point. <sighs> and I'm going to say summer. That is correct. Letter B, ah. summer. So we're at a tie. <laughs> two and two. It's a close race here. Question number three. Why were bitters brewed to varying strengths? Oh, I wasn't here for this episode. A, to slack the thirst of pub goers all across Europe. B, to have a fun power hour. C, just for the heck of it. Beer. Yes, Chris. I'm going to go with A. That is correct. And that is from the ESB episode. That is also correct. (laughs) Ah! I wasn't here for that one. Luckily, that's the only (laughs) question from that particular episode. So, you're good there, Travis. (laughs) All right. So, it's, uh, what, four to three? Four to two? Yeah, Yeah. Sorry, I can't count. All right. Going on. Question number four. Jingor said B, power hour. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's right, Jingor. That, that's right. All right. Number four. What California city is the style of California common mainly tied to? A, Los Angeles. B, Burbank. C, San Francisco. D, Santa Barbara. Beer. Oh. Travis. <laughs> that was from the California common episode. Correct. Episode number fi- uh, 49. Ooh. And 
It's answer C, San Francisco. You are correct, correct, and correct. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's going nuts with that. <laughs> so that's uh, three points to you because you even said what number the episode was. Whoa-ho-ho! Yay. So we got five and what, four? Five to four, and I take uh, the lead. By one point. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then, the uh, actually, this is not the final question. Question number five. The heather flower is a common ingredient in which beer style? A, barley wine. B, imperial blonde. C, imperial stout. D, Scottish ale. Beer. Travis. I believe the heather flower is from the barley wine episode, and it's in A, barley wine. That is incorrect. Oh! (laughs) Chris, do you uh, dare take a stab at this one? I have failed you, and I will leave you alone now. (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to get the Wi-Fi thing. Sorry, I didn't hear the question. No, it's cool. The heather flower is a common ingredient in which beer style? A, barley wine, B, imperial blonde, C, imperial stout, D, Scottish ale. What was your answer, Travis? Oh, you were uh, listening, so you don't get that, that privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with A. And that is also incorrect. He said the same thing. Ah! Oh, dang it. <laughs> the yeah, answer. I'm going to go with C. That is also wrong. D. That is correct. <laughs> However, I will not award you that point. Second choice. Because you were guessing that was your third choice. You are awarded no points. <laughs> no and points. may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> <laughs> All right. These next two are old true and false questions. They're not really questions. They're more statements. You have to say whether they're true or false. Okay. Here we go. In Japan, beer is sold in vending machines by street vendors and in the train stations. Beer. Travis. That's true. That is correct. That is true. That is one point to you. I don't know what episode that came from, though. I don't really remember either, so huh. that's okay. We haven't done a Japanese beer episode. No, we have not. It's one of the random ones I throw in, huh. so, yeah. yeah. All right, here's another one. Uh, the longest bar in the world is the 684-foot-long new bulldog in Rock Island, Illinois. True or False. I seem to be playing myself here. I guess so. Beer. Yes, Travis. False. That is incorrect. Oh. Beer. Chris. <laughs> True. Yes. You Boo. will get half a point. <laughs> what? That's not how this works. Boo. You did not listen to the question. I was listening to the question. And you were only going off of <laughs> Travis's answer. Boo. Hey, at least I listened to his answer incorrect. that time. <laughs> so a half a point will be awarded to you. Thus making Travis the winner. Thank you. Thank you. It pays to listen. Stay in school, kids. Don't do drugs. Except beer after 21. Anyway, moving on. Well, I guess that was uh, enough trivia for now. Yeah, I guess so. Since there's really not any history, just move on to the beer part. Yep, that's Mm -hmm. okay. Um, So we'll go ahead and start off our... Episode about style 29A by drinking a beer from style 29B. (laughs) 
This is the one beer in the fridge that was not the actual fruit beer, but we're going to go ahead and start with that one. Let's just long. get it out of the way. This yeah. is a fruit and spice beer yeah. from Shiner, Texas, called Ruby Redbird. And this one is the base style. It says it's a beer brewed with Texas Ruby Red grapefruit juice. So there's the fruit. And with natural ginger flavor added. So you're going to have a little bit of fruit, a little bit of spice. Interesting. Sweet citrus from the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. And I've been very upfront about my dislike of ginger to start yes, with. Yes. So I will try to get past that and judge this for what it is. <laughs> and this is your beer. <laughs> this is... Uh, Cody really? said they didn't hear the answer to the California question. Oh, the they didn't hear the answer? The eyes. I don't remember that question. <laughs> what did I ask? I don't remember. San Francisco! San Francisco. Oh, yeah, San Francisco. That was it. All right. Back to the beer. Yeah. Well, it's brilliantly <laughs> clear. Yeah, yes. very clear. Do you think that these guys Light filter? Orange. Oh, Probably. Yeah. Got to. I don't know what to micron level, but. We need to figure that out. <laughs> if you know the answer to that question, send Chris an email at chris sure. at brucetiles.com. Yeah. Uh, golden. It's orange. Yellow, orange. Orange. Color. Not really much uh, head or carbonation. No. no. I wonder if the. If all the fruit and, and spice is kind of cut down on that. Oh, man. The ginger is, like, really strong. Yeah. Remember that ginger beer we had at Blue Bonnet yeah. last time we were there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this does good. have a really strong ginger smell. I can barely smell anything because of my allergies, and I can still smell the ginger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. See, it always reminds me of, like, a decorative soap. That's that's why I don't like ginger. Because it smells it like Grandma's me. Bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of, like, Ooh. Grandma's Bathroom. That's pretty good. Tastes like fruity pebbles. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> uh, so if you like fruity pebbles, drink Ruby Redbird. <laughs> yeah, the grapefruit juice comes through in the flavor, not really in the aroma, but uh, you can taste it. Kind of gives it a little tart, uh, tart fruity note. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then the ginger just has like a dry, just a, a dry See, root. I'm not getting a whole lot of ginger in the flavor. I'm not either. I it's, just get it in the aroma. Yeah, it's definitely present in the aroma for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Sawyer? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I hadn't had this in a while. It's, I mean, it's refreshing. It's a great summer beer. Yeah. Um, if you like grapefruit or fruity pebbles or fruit. <laughs> yep. Which is also why this is their summer seasonal. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. certainly very refreshing and, uh, what you would look for on a hot summer day, which it is definitely that now. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's got pretty hot out. Yeah. It, anyway. It's it's hot as stuff. I'm able to get past <laughs> the, my dislike of ginger enough to appreciate this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not... The, the flavor is... There's not a whole lot of ginger there. No. So, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe they put it in... In late, so they get the aroma, but you'd think that would put flavor in too. Unless the grapefruit just overpowers it altogether, and you can't. I bet it is the grapefruit overpowering it. Yeah. Just saying. What would you guess the base style is? Hmm. Let me drink it again. Blonde or cream ale, maybe? Did it say? It did not. Uh... I have no idea. 
It had to be something light. Maybe Kolsch. Mm. Kolsch or pale. It's too dark to be a Kolsch. <clears throat> I bet a lot of the color comes from the fruit. I agree. Ad- additive. Yeah. You're probably right. I don't know. It had to be something light, but... Yeah, because we're not really getting any telltale signs of a... Like, it's not a wheat beer. Yeah. Not a wheat base. It's definitely not anything hoppy. No. That's not coming through. I'm not getting right. any malt character. Not really. No. It's just grapefruit. Yeah. But it's not like you're eating a grapefruit. It's not that pungent. Right. So, hmm. Hmm. palatability rating. <laughs> this one's kind of hard for palatability because... It's so grapefruity. I don't know that I'd want to pound it, but it's still, you know, refreshing. And most refreshing beers are easy to pound. You know what I mean? So I'm kind yeah. of stuck. I'm going to pound the crap out of it. I guess I'll just pull an Eddie and just pound it and see what happens. I actually think I could probably pound this one better than most. <laughs> probably maybe about a seven for me. It's actually not that bad. Yeah, I'd probably go six or seven. The carbonation level does get to be a little intrusive towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm Which a... is strange because there's no head. I wonder if that has something to do with the fruit juices and oils or something. Oh. Dang, Travis. Yep. <laughs> That's the carbonation coming back at you. <laughs> so it's definitely carbonated. It's not like it's still, but I, it, you don't see it. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go uh, with a six for me. The okay. carbonation so is up there. just a little much, but yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I bought a uh, another Shiner example also, so we'll go ahead and do that one next. And this was also um, one of the ones that I picked up from a mix a mix twelve pack. Uh, that's why it's had these laying around. But it's also from Shiner, and it's called the Strawberry Blonde. So to answer your questions, the base beer is a blonde, and the fruit <laughs> added is strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh d- dang! Jeez. Um, I thought you were going to bring prickly pear. Is that a fruit beer? And this yeah. is your beer. Because I think prickly pear is the actual like red fruit that grows on the cactus. Right. So that would technically be a fruit beer also. We have two. Frado sent a whale. He also sent us a text. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so blonde. <laughs> base style. It's yellow. The strawberry didn't affect the color as much, I would think. Really clear. Yeah. Oh, this is like orange colored to me. It's actually, I'd say the same color as the last one. Oh, I would agree with that. Now, hang on. If I hold it up to the window, it's a golden color. To if the I hold window. It to this light, it is orange. They are different colors based on what light source. So you maybe that that light over there in the corner is tainting our vision yeah, a little bit. I think it is because I said the last one was kind of orange, but if it was the same color as this one, then they were both yellow. Man, let's stop this episode and start over again. <laughs> this episode sucks. <laughs> well, whatever color it is, it's nice. This one has a little bit more oh carbonation. My God, the strawberry is is completely overpowering in the aroma. It's like a slap in the face. Would you say harmonious marriage? I you said harmonious <laughs> yeah. marriage. I know. I'm saying. Would you say? Oh no. God, no. Are you crazy? Well, but what does a blonde smell like? It doesn't smell like strawberry. Well, I mean, it doesn't have a huge aroma. It's, it's right, pretty so subdued. It, de- it depends on which blonde you sniff because uh, the mm. Dallas blonde in the can has more aroma than the one coming out of the keg. 
believe it or not. Yeah, like, did she just take a shower? Did she just finish working out? I mean, oh did, <laughs> did you just blow this blonde? It's a uh, strawberry so blonde. Mm. Anyway, so... Yeah, a lot of strawberry in the aroma. The, you know, it's got the wow. same uh, lack of head issue that the other one did. I mean, I can get a little bit when I agitate, but it's not... I, I it's wonder not like if foamy. that's a shiner thing. Or maybe it's just a fruit thing. Yeah, because the, the natural oils that are in different additives are going to kill the head. That's why if you have a pecan beer, it's really tough to get any kind of natural carbonation or head yeah. to form. Let's get the nuts. Ooh. Fast yeah, growing that's, head. That's a little overpowering in the... This, you know, this kind of reminds me of that blackberry one that I did. Oh, with all the extract you had? Yeah, because that was a little, that was a little much. <laughs> Moving on to the flavor. The flavor is better balanced than the aroma. It's a it's actually kind of a, a nice strawberry essence. You know what this tastes like? Kool-Aid. <laughs> I'm serious. This tastes like Kool-Aid. <laughs> I still think the strawberry is a little overpowering. I disagree. I kind of like it. In the aroma, yes, but the the, the flavor, no. This does kind of remind me of Hatchel Swartz strawberry. That was a wit, though. Oh, was it a wit? Wasn't it? It was like a strawberry Hefeweizen, I think. Hefeweizen, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. The, I mean, but the, the flavors are similar. similar. My similar. concern was this would come across like cough medicine, but I don't think that at all. Now, I don't think it's like artificial flavoring. I was going to ask you, does it taste like real fruit or is it some kind of extract? I'm actually getting some strawberry flavor, like real strawberry flavor. Well, at the the scale that they brew, though. Well, yeah, it would have to be a big portion extract. I'm sure they also do some ripe strawberries in there as well. But, yes, you're right. To brew that much, you'd have to have a crap ton of strawberries. Yeah, they probably still do anyway. But it's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, when you talk with um, <clears throat> was that Martin House does pretzel stout, and you ask them, you know, I've I've heard him being interviewed about that beer before, and he says they buy pretzels by the pallet. Dang. So I mean, of course, I don't know if they're, at, well, I do know they're not at the production level that Shiner is. But, oh yeah, yeah. Um, different you know, leagues. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know. I like this beer. Yeah, it's it's really tasty actually, and very easy drinking. Even though the aroma is just whoa, it kind of reminds me of a cider, like a strawberry cider. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no beer character at all. So if somebody's interested in trying a quote unquote beer, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they want something fruity, then you know they can give this a shot. But I don't definitely. know. We should have our wives record this episode. Like we release our episode, and then that's we have the wives come in, idea. do Ooh. the exact same beers. You know, we kind of give them like a structure. Here's how the episode normally goes, and then I like that idea. See what happens. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> we should do that. I think it'd be fun. All right, so I'll have to schedule that. Yeah, yeah, with them. It might be a few weeks. Yeah, probably. That, so. that would be fun. We should definitely do that. Yeah, I'd be very interested. To hear, <laughs> Courtney's just gonna go. Well, okay, so let's see what all the other beers are like. Because so far they're very fruity and not very beer like. Yeah, but we don't. We haven't found one that's a true harmonious marriage yet. I suppose this also kind of tastes like Skittles. 
And we should get a bottle of uh, Mikey's Skittle Brow. We should. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to compare <man>. to. <laughs> we'll just call it a cream ale, though, yeah. and see what happens. It's a 35-point <laughs> cream ale. <laughs> I'm not I've bitter not... or anything. Bondability oh. rating. <laughs> you know, the carbonation level on this one is similar to the last one. It is. It's it's hidden visually, but yeah. it's definitely there when you drink it. So I think that would affect penability. I'm going to say this is higher for me than eight. Because I enjoy the flavor of strawberries more than I did ginger and grapefruit. Mm-hmm. So it'll go down easier. See, I think the other one was a little more subtle. Uh, this one's kind of syrupy to me. I don't get syrupy. syrupy. Well, like syrupy sweet, not like thickened like syrup. but Not like thick and creamy. Yeah. But it's so like thick and creamy that I... Yeah. Well, let's get a... Uh, right, well, I'll pull an Eddie and we'll see what happens. Okay. And while he's doing that, after he does that, we'll get a Facebook Live update to see if there's been any questions. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did I say in the last one? Six or seven? Yeah. I'll, I'll be about the same on this right. one. Yeah. Okay. Six or seven. It's kind of in that ish area, depending on how, how well you deal with carbonation. Cool. I, so, for me, it's going to be about. I don't know that I could. A six and a half. So six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, what did you say? Yeah, eight. I said eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is higher. I like this. This is good. Yeah, I like. Have you this had this one before? Too. Yeah, there was one other bottle in the in the mix pack. Oh, okay. So I drank one. Tucked this one away. Gotcha. All right. Well, do we have any updates on Facebook there? Nope, not yet. <laughs> okay. Ask us questions <laughs> if you have any. All right. Well, next up is Leinenkugel's Berry Vice. Uh, let's see. Frühling Stark here. <laughs> <laughs> it says beer brewed with honey and flavored with blackberry juice and other natural berry flavors. Oh, maybe this is technically a specialty category if it is honey. Uh, but it said if the if the honey is not a detectable characteristic in the style, then you enter it as the regular. Which I doubt it will be. Yeah. Because, uh, let's see, the, the picture on the front has raspberries and blackberries, but it doesn't oh. say anything other than blackberry juice. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this probably would have been entered as a regular fruit beer. Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Since 1867. And welcome to the podcast, Leinenkugel. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. We need like a a bit for that when we welcome a new beer to the po- or brewery to the podcast. Brewed f- with pride by the Leinenkugel family. I'll find mm. like a little fanfare to play. Family owned brewery, or at least it was. Probably got bought out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there you go. Leinenkugel Berry Vice. So I'd, I'm assuming a vice beer. <laughs> I do like that we featured beers with all different fruits today. Yeah, yeah, Not that's really cool. So this color is so far. distinctly a reddish pink color, regardless well, of what light source. Kind of when you yeah show it to the natural light. It is cloudy though. Yeah, from the, I'm assuming the vice character, foamy white head. So you can definitely get oh some yeah definitely some head on this one. one. Ooh, mm. that's interesting. Not not a whole lot of fruit in the aroma. Yeah, it's kind of subdued. Yeah. Do you pick up raspberry or blackberry? I get a little bit of raspberry. 
Yeah. yeah, I think out of the two, the raspberry would definitely overpower the blackberry just because of the tartness level of it. Yeah. See, but I'm getting like a sweet, fruity berry aroma, not necessarily tart or sour, just in the smell anyway. Can you identify what kind of berry? Well, both of those are kind of tart. Yeah. Schnozberries taste like schnozberries. If this had blueberries <laughs> in it, then maybe that would be a, a sweeter one, but... Hmm. I don't know. This is actually really good. It this 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 one would be more of a cider for me, or, or it would Ooh. remind me of it more of a cider. Ooh, but it's still like yet sweet. It's very sweet. Wow, it's very sweet. This doesn't even taste like beer. No, I, I taste honey. That's the first thing I thought. Maybe that's what I'm getting. Then that is the first thing I thought. Maybe so. So I would say that the honey characteristic. Yeah, that it, it comes through a lot in the flavor. So would you kind of borderline, not necessarily a mead, but um, um, crap. What's the word I'm looking for? Ooh, <laughs> it is sweet like a mead. I don't know what you think. Mead and beer blended. Uh, a braggart. Braggart. Oh yeah, braggart. Would you go as far as saying braggart? Maybe a little. No, I don't think the base style would be enough for that. So closer to a mead then? No, closer to a beer oh. with honey as a major okay. flavor characteristic. Let me yeah. see if I get the honey. This could be entered in the specialty category with honey uh, declared. So then the judge is already looking for it. Yeah, you can get you can find You know, it. I think the honey kind of comes through in the finish. The sweetness comes through in the finish, but you get the berry up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Now that you know what finish is. I'm tasting, <laughs> I still taste a lot of honey. It's in my wow. esophagus. Because <laughs> <laughs> you learn last time. I, I, I think yeah. it exits my like tongue area and goes into my <laughs> esophagus. <laughs> Can I feel sorry for our our live Facebook watchers because they can't hear the drops? <laughs> yeah, well, that's why they need to subscribe on iTunes yeah. and listen to the show on next Tuesday. Yeah, or we need to figure out how to plug the board into the. Well, we'll research that for next yeah. week. Anyway, um, I don't really have anything negative to say about I don't it. Know. This is actually other, pretty good. Other than I think it is a little overly sweet. Uh, Possibly, maybe just a little. Uh, this the cool thing is this is my first line and Google. Really? Yeah, I've never had one, and I like it. They're... Welcome to the podcast, Sawyer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, we've never had this. Is the first one we've ever had. Well, the, the line and cool uh, summer, summer vice or summer wheat, whatever it's called, summer shandy. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought the summer shandy was a different brewery, but. No, it's the same one. I I've okay. heard of that. It's yeah. pretty good. I okay. you know, it's I would it's kind of comparable to like a blue moon or a shock top. I don't think I've ever had a blue moon either. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a full moon. This oh my gosh. <laughs> have you had a shock top? <clears throat> yes, I've had had a shock top. I don't remember which one, but I've had one. Okay. I actually bought the Line and Kugel mix pack as well this past week. And included in that was a Berliner Weiss that I pulled out and set aside for a Berliner Weiss episode, which will come up in uh, less than a month from now. As soon as Eddie comes back, we're going to do that. So, 
Yeah, I was surprised to see that from Interesting. a bigger brewery. But we have one um, from Lightning Kugel as well for that episode. Awesome. Cool. All right, so poundability on this one? Mm, I'm going to say eight. I'm going to go lower. Really? Because I said six or seven on the others. I'm going to go to like five on this one. It's too sweet for me. Yeah, the sweetness does play a big part in not being able to pound. And the honey. Like, I still taste honey. Are you a fan of honey? I, I like it. Yeah. Do you like this beer? Unlike ginger. <laughs> yeah, I do not like ginger. But I like this beer. What she ever do to you? Same I am. <laughs> this is probably a seven for me. That high? Hey, I Cause said the, eight. Because you had, uh, was the first shiner? Oh, yeah. I put the strawberry at eight and the ruby, ruby at a seven. Uh, six. <laughs> it's dropping rapidly. Yeah. Anyway, Sawyer, did you give a, a number for this one? Yeah, I said it like three times now. Oh, I said eight. <laughs> That's right. Sorry, it's I'm cool. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Well, that was interesting. This is good. I like this. It it is good. I just I don't I could probably not have more than one or two of them. I, I think, like this beer. I think <laughs> I'd get a little sick of it. After a while. See, I have the same problem with the Crackberry from Bishop Cider Company. I, it's just real real sweet, and after one, I'm done. We haven't had a cider episode either. Yeah. No. But anyways, that's all. That's besides yeah. the fact. All right. Well, what's next? Well, I'm glad you asked. Yay! <laughs> We're going to welcome in a new brewery to our podcast. All the way from <laughs> Maine, come on down, it's Shipyard! All right, yeah, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> All right. Yes, this is from Shipyard Brewing Company, which is based out of Portland, Maine. And this is their melon head. Sawyer, tell me about the bottle, because it's a cool label. <laughs> well, it's a it's a kind of a festive-looking label, but it's a, a melon head person <laughs> holding a beer, kind of like a... Uh, well, like the, the Lone Ranger. Ranger. Yeah, yeah kind of like the Lone Crane, Ranger. Except yeah. he has a melon for a head. On a horse. Watermelon. <laughs> it looks like a watermelon. <laughs> He's raising a pint. And uh, it's a brown bottle. And yeah, brown. Brown? Brown. Brown. Yep. <laughs> and we have two. They can have two. Yeah. All right. So we can <clears> drink <throat> a little bit more of this. Now, the window color is gold. <laughs> the lamp color is orange. So put it in the middle, mattress color, it's black. <laughs> I don't know. It's what... ridiculously clear. Brilliantly clear? Ridiculous. R- ridiculous. Yep. Oh, my. That aroma. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> I what? like that. That one. smells like watermelon Jolly Rancher. It really does. And vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong, like you said, watermelon Jolly Rancher. I wouldn't say fresh watermelon. I would say like candied watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of strange. In the 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 finish of the aroma, I get some vanilla. In your esophagus? No, the finish of the aroma. Oh. I thought watermelon. Sorry. 
Vanilla. Wow. I can't even think my own thoughts. You thought beer. <laughs> so I get the, the watermelon pretty strong up front and then vanilla on the finish and the aroma. Hmm. Am I just crazy? Anybody else get that? No, I, I, I could see that. No, I just get the uh, watermelon gum aroma. <laughs> bubble tape. I love bubble tape. <laughs> but I like the original. That not or the watermelon. Bubblicious. One of one of those. Ooh, that's double bubble. Anybody? It was like the rectangular pack that it was in the uh, in the checkout lane at uh-huh. the grocery store. You always pick it up, and your mom's like, "You don't need that. Put it down." But you still smell it anyway because you can smell it through the package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can we move on to the flavor? Sure. Why okay. not? So I think this one is more of a harmonious marriage because I still get beer character, like fairly strongly. Yeah. But then it's like someone took my bubble tape and soaked it in beer, and that's what I'm chewing. Well, when you describe it like that, it makes me not want to drink this because that's just <laughs> sad. Well, that's that's the, what I'm the kind of flavor I'm getting right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I taste it up front, and I get watermelon, definitely. But then, as the finish lingers, I'm starting to get like some grainy, bready notes. So it definitely has uh, a malty character to it. There's even a little bit of hot bitterness in there. I don't know that I'd say hot flavor, but there's a slight bitterness. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, not over the top. Yeah, it like way back on the finish. Decent balance between all the flavors. Mm-hmm. I would say, by far, this is the most balanced one that we've had so far today. Yeah. Which we did not think that from the aroma at all. No. No. Because it's all. one of those, you know, fruit comes out of the glass and hits you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if I get real watermelon flavor or if it's like an extract watermelon Mm -hmm. but it's pretty good yeah i think it's extract all the way i'm sure it would have to be i mean at the level that these guys brew i'm sure well you know i don't know for sure about shipyard but we could always call them to ask them some questions (laughs) to get the answers we We need need. we need not everyone else needs yeah oh (laughs) um I don't know. It it's kind of strange. I like it, but it's a little strange. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, uh, we do have one other watermelon beer to feature today as well, so it'll be neat to hold those side to side, side by side. And you um, want to do that one next? Well, we have that, and then the homebrew example. So we have to. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. See. <laughs> Okay. Well, Five palatability rating. <laughs> um, you know, I think I'm gonna go with like a a five. The the flavor kind of holds it back a little bit in the palatability area for me. I'm gonna stay six or seven for this one. It's um, it's not over the top for me. Mm-hmm. The the beer character is oddly refreshing mm-hmm. <laughs> because we haven't had any any beard character in any one of these so far today. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, probably about a six for me as well. Um, the nice little sweet element to it makes it easier drinking. It's well-balanced enough to not have uh, any one particular element that you're focused on when you're trying to pound it. Yeah. This not is bad. better than I expected, I'm going to be honest. I'd, anytime I see watermelon on a label, like watermelon flavoring, then that's usually all you get all the time. But this one is actually more balanced. Didn't we have a shipyard pumpkin? Did we? I I can look. I thought we did. Let me look. No. <laughs> uh, no, we we have not had a shipyard beer. I could have sworn we did. Nope. I'm, I'm like seeing the label in my head. Well, you can see it all you want, but we did not have it. <laughs> I'm sure I've drank it. We may just not have put it on the episode. Probably. So, anyway. How funny would that be? As crazy as that episode was... That we completely just forgot a beer. <laughs> it was pretty crazy, that episode. Yeah, it really was. I was not okay. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Well, we have one more melon beer to feature. Well, uh, glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not how I, I didn't ask. That I said. ended, but that's okay. <laughs> and that is. Um, but this one's going to be a wee bit heavier than the last one. We heavy was a few weeks ago. Oh, my bad. Well, this is the new Belgium heavy melon. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm the only one that found that funny. Rock on! Uh, this is five uh, percent ABV, and yeah, let's drink it. Very, very clear yellow. All these are the same color. <laughs> they really are. I wonder, I guess it's just the, the fruit. Well, I mean, they just do a really light beer, so the flute. flute the, the flute? The fruit flavor comes through. <laughs> Did they melt the flute down first before the they flavor. threw it in the fermenter? Sip. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an interesting aroma. Different melon aroma from the last one. Mm. I don't know that I like that aroma. I, I don't either, to be honest. It's got something like feet. Feet? <laughs> Some Something <laughs> that smells bad. Feet? Possibly feet. Yes, it's like socks and Old Spice. I mean, Anybody I, else get that weird? Well, yeah, yeah I can kind of get the fruitiness. Um, like watermelon, but it's not. It's not very good. How did Eddie put it? From the aroma, I kind of get something not right. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Uh, There's something just not right about it. <laughs> what is it? No way. No. <laughs> what if it's infected? I'm going with my like feet or socks. I don't think it's infected because it doesn't smell sour. Just odd. Mm. Okay, this tastes like um uh, I, I, this this is a candy. Um This is kind of like the uh man, what is that candy? Starbursts. <laughs> this is like the watermelon starburst. This tastes like the rind, like the pith of the of the watermelon. So, once you're done eating all the juicy red part, then you bite into the white part. I've never done like that. the Rhine, and yeah, you get this kind of flavor, which is typically what you want to keep out of the beer. I don't like this. 
Revenge of the Pith. That's okay. I don't like the aroma. I like the I like the flavor. I don't like the flavor. Either. Really? Yeah. I don't know. There's something strange about it. Okay then. Yeah, it's it's just got like a bitterness to it that maybe we're so used to drinking all these fruit beers that we get one that actually tastes like beer, and we're like, this is strange. Because <laughs> I, you know, I'm just getting a lot of beer character. Yeah. I'm not getting any fruit in the flavor. Maybe a slight sweetness, but no. No melon fruit. Hmm. I I don't like this. <laughs> Which is strange because I usually like New Belgium stuff. Yeah. And I usually like beer, period. <laughs> I, I really don't mind the flavor. I think it's actually pretty decent. Uh, the, it's just the aroma for me that I don't like at all. New Belgium, what gives? I just took another sip and thought of celery. Oh, so you might be thinking vegetal. Yeah. <laughs> like origins? <laughs> no, it's I mean it's not it's not vegetal like a like an off flavor, but it's kind of celery ish. I wouldn't go as far as saying like a V eight juice, but I get kind of a celery something strange. Maybe there is something wrong with this bottle. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah, it's it would be like the third time. I don't. Unless there's something wrong with this bottle, I don't know what Sarkar was going on about. If this was the one he yeah. was talking about, I don't remember. Yeah, there's not really a flaw that I can pick out that I don't like. It's just I don't like the mix of flavors. And I yeah. guess that happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah when you're dealing little, with fruit. Yeah, it's a little off. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Is that you losing it in the background? Apparently so. <laughs> I have palatability right three. Yeah. Three. I'll say four. Still pretty low. Yeah. Man, I feel I feel bad. New Belgium, we love you. Just not this beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've had good things from them before. Yeah, oh yeah. We've featured them on this Their podcast several Ranger, times. Ranger uh, IPA. IPAs. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite IPAs. And the 1554 is fantastic. Fat tires, great. Well, you can't win them all. Yeah, it, this one, this one's okay. It's it's not great, but it's okay. Anyway, well, let's move on. Okay. Don't we have a homebrew example? I think. Why, yes, and it's a homebrew that I made, so thank you for asking. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this okay. is my first try at a actual fruit beer. Okay. Like, I've added fruit to beer before, but I've never tried to make a fruit beer. What about beer to fruit? What? He said fruit to beer. What about beer to fruit? (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, this is a (laughs) recipe I pulled from Jamil's book. The entire thing or just the base? Brewing classic styles. Uh, Actually, the whole thing. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because he has... Is it listed under the fruit beer? He has a section on fruit beer, and uh, he also has a few examples from that. So the one I did was an apricot wheat, but he also listed things like a a chocolate pumpkin or something, or raspberry, raspberry something. (laughs) He has other things (laughs) that I did not look at. Chocolate pumpkin. I don't know. I'm making things up. (laughs) Raspberry porter, something, I don't know. Ooh, but sounds good, uh, right? Raspberry chocolate stout. Mm-hmm. But what I did was his apricot wheat, 
And so I'll give you a little clues about what I did. If you want to know the full story, buy his book. Pretty classic styles. It's a good book. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Fermentables. I used an even balance of two row and wheat. 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 Yep. So even amount of those. And then oh, yeah. a little bit of uh, caramel crystal 15. Only had one hop addition, which was Willamette at 60 minutes. And then it was just a uh, the stock American wheat yeast. And then that was it. So I brewed a beer like a wheat beer, fermented it, and then once uh, the Krausen started to fall in, then I took it and transferred it to a secondary. But in that, I took an entire three-pound can of apricot puree, put that in the carboy first, transferred the beer on top of it, and then let it referment because that's additional sugars. So it's going to referment some more. And then once that fell in, I kegged it, and here we are. So, the uh, the alcohol is probably around 5%. It's difficult since you, I mean, you can take an OG, you firm it down, you take an FG, but then you're adding more sugars again, so then you have to try to take another OG and then add those together. And my, uh, my instrumentation was not helping me out very well because <laughs> it didn't change at all, but I know it did. So, yeah. there's... More than what it, it says. So it's probably around 5%. Hmm. Cool. Now, there's a lot of apricot wheats out. Like, uh, I know Pyramid makes one. Um, Dogfish Head Dogfish has Head. a actual commercial example of that. The Aprihop. So is that, I guess that's a common yeah. pairing. Yeah, I guess so. Apricot, a- apricot I think, is a, a cousin to the peach. But maybe it's not quite as sweet. Just... Intense and present. Yeah, I, th- I think, like you were saying, the apricot's a good thing because it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a subtle fruit. So I think it pairs well. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. That being said, I, I added the entire three-pound can of this thing, which is a lot of puree. Yeah. I have not had this yet because this is pretty fresh. I had this yesterday. <laughs> not a whole lot in the aroma. Yeah. You get a lot of uh, of the wheat character, not mm-hmm. a whole lot of apricot. Right. Hmm. I just had a mental throwback. <laughs> At least you didn't say throw up. Think back. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> My mom was really into food storage, you know, you know, emergency preparedness kind of stuff. Okay. And so growing up. Every once in a while, we would pull out this mix, this powder mix, to make a drink with. It's kind of like Kool-Aid, but not really. Mm -hmm. I I never really understood exactly what it was, but it tastes a lot like this. And it was one of my favorite things growing up. This tastes different at home, out of the tap. And I hate that. Really? That every time I bring a beer over bottled, it doesn't taste the same. Interesting. This has a much more present apricot aroma at home and flavor as well. I would have to agree with Travis on that one. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. he had it yesterday yeah. at my house. It's not bad, it's, but I it's, know not I like what it. It, it's not what it truly is. Yeah, Like I said, it reminded me of a positive 
Okay, yeah. Memory, and it, it's great. I, I like it. I think it's a great summer beer. Yeah. Very refreshing. I'm going to kill the keg in weeks. The Easy. apricot's not over the top. It's smooth. It's clean. It's a harmonious marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's good. I like this a lot. It's a very nice. Yeah. Feel free to come over anytime, and you can try it fresh on tap, and you'll like it even more. All right. Fair it, enough. Yeah, because whenever I tasted it the first time, I looked at my wife, and I said, this is the best beer I've ever made. Really? Yes. You think that? It's it's amazing. Huh. I love it. It's really good. At All home, right. I wake up in the morning, and then I think about reaching for coffee, but instead I reach for apricot beer. <laughs> and then I go to sleep again and then take a nap for a long time. And then I wake up and drink more apricot beer. So it's great. Brew it again this weekend. So you'll have another batch ready to go when you kill this one. Yeah, why not? Try a rebrew. You mm. haven't done a whole lot of rebrews. No. That's kind of that's kind of been my thing lately. I haven't done any new recipes in a while. Yeah. Other than my wife's banana nut bread thing, all of my stuff's been rebrews. The only rebrew I've done to perfect some recipes. The only rebrew I've done was uh, not purple. Pearl blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Which didn't really turn out imperial. Oh, because you tried all grain the second time. Yeah, I need more grain. <laughs> or better efficiency. That too. I want to take this recipe and sour it. Because I think that it would, would be good. It would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Because it, you know, it's already a wheat base, so it could be a Berliner Weiss, mm-hmm. apricot, and just a little bit of tartness. Boom. That'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be good. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing, Travis. This yeah, this is great. really good. Yeah. I'm interested to try it at your house to see if I can notice a huge difference. Oh, yeah. It's it's a blast. I love I it. I wonder if it's your bottling technique. Yeah, I <laughs> suck at that. <laughs> we'll have a lesson. Anyway, thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the fruit beer. Join us next week where we celebrate the 4th of July and salute those amber waves of grain. American Wheat is next. Cheers until then.